The IZ Robot Stuck at Home Show. Hey guys, it is me, IZ Robots. We are back again for another exciting episode of the Stuck at Home Show. The show in which we're all stuck in the house, man, but we're, we're trying to be positive. We're trying to be good people, trying to do what needs to be done to uh, knock this thing out. I I hope everyone's doing great. I hope everyone is doing well. I, I, uh, I have a package right here in my hand, and I actually got it, actually, factually got it a few days ago, and I've been, uh, I've been sitting on it, hoping to get into it, and I'm going to, uh, without further ado, I am going to unwrap this, it is a, uh, manila envelope, maybe, like, eight inches long, eh, it's probably more like ten, not the... Not the big one, the uh, second one, and let's see, I cut the bottom, and now I'm going inside, inside of it is what is, uh, let's see, hold on, there's a note, thank you for shopping, we appreciate your business, and we hope to do business with you in the future, feel free to reach out, oh, there's something wet on my desk, I think, I was drinking water earlier, and I think I, now it's on my elbow, anyway, I, I got uh, a G.I. Joe, in here, let me, um, where'd I put those scissors? I am so unprepared for this, and I apologize from the bottom. Oh, now this part over here is wet too, and it's on my elbow. Ugh. How did, uh, how'd the water get over there? This is great. This is professional quality radio, but I, um, I'm gonna snip into him. And the, uh, the dude that I have inside of here is a, is a G.I. Joe that goes by the name of Hardball. Hardball is this dude who has, like, a, uh, he has a baseball gimmick. Like, he, he has a baseball hat and a shirt that looks like a jersey, and his... His whole thing is that, like, as a baseball player, he learned, like, the proper trajectories for, like, shooting stuff, throwing stuff, and being, like, a, uh, grenade launcher expert. Let's, uh, let's see what the, um, the G.I. Joe guide has to say about Hardball. He came out in, um, 1988, and his, uh, his prototype name was Blooper Man. Also, Thumper, High Pop line drive, and lob shot. He wears a baseball uniform, and he has the name Wilmer S. Duggleby, which is a play on Abner Doubleday, the man who may or may not have invented baseball. He is from Cooperstown, New York, where the, uh, the Baseball Hall of Fame is. They're going all the way with that baseball motif. I, hold on, I'm reaching away from the computer, and I apologize for that. I, I got hardball. At a, uh, at a pretty cheap price, because he doesn't have any of his weapons, but here's the rub. I have the, uh, weapons already. Let me, let me start digging around inside of here. Here is the, uh, the gun. He has, like, it's like a revolver, like a pistol, like a revolving pistol, but it, uh, has, it has revolving chambers of, uh, grenades. He's a grenade launcher, dude. Let's see, I have that, and then I know I have his backpack around here as well. Let me, um, let me see. I'm going through my, uh, my handy-dandy G.I. Joe stuff. I have, like, a whole bin. It's not even a bin anymore. At one point, it was a bin. Now, it's down to just, like, a, uh, like a small toolbox. Almost even, like, a, uh, tackle box. Where, where is his backpack? I know I, I have it. I set it aside the other day when I knew he was coming, just to make sure that I had it. I wanted to, I just wanted to make sure before I got it. Here's the gun. Got the gun. Not, is it even in here? Let me, um, I wonder if I put it on another shelf. Hold on one sec. I'm stepping way far away. 
way far. I'm actually like across the room right now. No, it's not here. No, it's not here. It's not on this shelf. Um, oh, here it is. Don't fall. Don't fall. Sergeant Slaughter's falling. This is, uh, I'm coming back. I just plopped into the chair. I'm sitting back down. It is on, it is on the back of William Refrigerator Perry. One day I decided to like gear out the fridge and I gave him a backpack and I gave him a helmet and a machine gun. But he, he had, uh, you know, he has, he has his Wilmer Double D's, uh, whatever name is his, uh, his stuff. So he has time to give it back. I'm trying to. I'm trying to fit the gun into his hand. This is always... Oh, it went right in there. Very nice. So there you go, man. I got... I got a hardball. I'm, I'm having a hard time. I'm struggling with this segment. Everything's going wrong, and I'm really bothered that my elbow is wet. But um, I used to have... I used to have a hardball back in the day. I know this for sure. He was one that really stood out to me. I was into baseball like crazy, man. I was a giant Detroit Tiger fan. Big shout-out to uh, Sweet Lou Whitaker. But I... I bought him and I had him for years. He's one of the dudes that survived almost to the end. I don't, I don't have my original one, obviously, because I had to buy this one. Sometimes, sometimes I wonder, like, what happened to a lot of my Joes? Like, I know that a lot of them just got destroyed. A lot of them got broken over the years. But I wonder if there was a day when I just, like, threw everything away. I wonder. It's like, it's like a mystery to me. I, um, I have Hardball on the, uh, on the card. I got him at the Sebastopol Flea Market, like, many, many, many years ago. He's my first ever uh, card G.I. Joe when I started, when I started recollecting. He's not in great shape. The card is dented, and it doesn't, it looks like it might fall any day, but I'm still, like, happy to have him in there. I got it for only a few dollars. It was a, a really good deal. The person who sold it to me put it inside of a, uh, a comic book bag with a comic book board, which I thought was nice. I think that's not the worst way. To um, it was probably a magazine bag actually, because it was it was a bit bigger and the card fit in there it, like uh, loosely. But still, that was a you know nice way to keep it. I don't keep them that way now, but I can see the uh, I can see the appeal. I saw somebody online they customized a uh, hardball to um, I think it was the St. Louis Cardinals. Like they painted his hat red, and he has like some pinstriping on his uniform, and they painted that the. Uh, the red. It'd be kind of fun to paint him like Oakland A's colors. My beloved Oakland A's. Big shout out to Matt Chapman. I, I'd have to paint his hat green and then put some green pinstripes on there. I think that, I think those are doable things. I just have to, oop, I dropped him. He's fine. Don't worry. I'd have to actually get around to doing it and I'd have to get some paint, which is easy. I guess I could order it online, but, um, it would sure be more fun to go down to the, uh, hobby shop. <laughs> And get some paint, don't you think? Uh, but, I don't know, man. It may be a while before we see the inside of the uh, Hobby Lobby again. Your boy, your boy's not sounding depressed. Don't worry, I'm fine. I'm just, I'm thinking out loud. We're all doing great. Everything's awesome. But, um, I, I like him. His uniform's a little, uh, a little more off-colored. He has a white jersey top. It's a little more, uh, yellowed than I thought in the picture. I wonder if I could plop him in some hydrogen peroxide. What you do is you get him in, like, a plastic see-through container. You put him in the hydrogen peroxide. It's, like, half and half. Half water, half hydrogen peroxide. Some people even go, like, two-thirds water. But, yeah, you put him in there, and then you put him out in the sun, and it bleaches him back white. I've had success doing that with some Star Wars figures. I had a Wampa that I got at the flea market that was yell. Oh, it was yellow like a daisy, and I, I plopped him in there, and I left him outside for like a month. I completely forgot about him. I sat him somewhere in the yard that was sunny, and I just completely forgot. And then uh, when I eventually did go check, he was all white, snowy white. I wonder if I should do that to Hardball. 
maybe not. I don't I don't really mind all that much, to be honest. I think that um uh yellowing just shows, you know, you've lived a life. It's like a, it's like having a scar on your face. Banging it. Banging it. Banging it. The Battle Royale playset comes complete with six figures, referee, and official wrestling ring from Remco. It's me, and I'm back with some uh, with some bubble bath thoughts. I I like to take a bath a couple times a week. I like to soak in the suds. Let the let the bad feelings of the world just like float away like the bubbles into the night. I I bring a magazine. I kick back. I just it's a great time, man. I cannot recommend this highly enough. If you ever if you ever feel the stress of the day and you need some way for it to uh, leave your body, this is this is the perfect way to do it, man. I have something on the, um, on my arm, and I don't know what it is. It's like, it looks to me like poison oak. Like, that's what it looks like. It looks like poison oak, but I haven't even been outside in, like, forever. Like, forever. I mean, I've been outside the house. I've been around the block. I've been to the middle school. I've been, I've been all kinds of places like that, but I haven't been anywhere that I would have been exposed to poison oak. I have no idea what it is. It's like... It's like a bunch of little bumps. You didn't need to hear that. But um I was I was just looking at it right now and it it itches. It doesn't itch like it doesn't itch terribly. It only itches like a little bit. But I wonder I wonder where it is. Like and I have it I have it on my hand too a little bit. They're like super small bumps. I I don't know. They they kind of come like they'll turn red and then they flare up and they kind of go away. I don't know. I wonder what it is, man. Maybe just like maybe just the overall filth. You know, I, I've been sweating up a storm. I've been working out of a storm and I, I have to admit I'm not as uh, clean as I, as I have been in the past. Cause you know what, dude, I'm stuck in the house, man. I, I'll have to, um, I'll have to see what this is. At any rate, I was, I was in the top looking at a magazine. Like I, I, I got to thinking about, um, vegetables, right? Like which ones do I like and which ones I don't like. I don't, I don't know like overall if I could like narrow down to like what my favorite, um, vegetable would be. I like I like a lot of them, and I'm not going to get into, like, that kind of debate about whether, like, a tomato is a vegetable or a fruit. I think it's a fruit, but it's kept in the, uh, vegetable area of the store. We're just going to go like that. I like carrots. I like cauliflower more than broccoli. I like broccoli, but it, um, it makes me burp. Every time I eat it, it makes me burp, but I do like it, even though, even though I do have to be honest, it kind of, it kind of tastes like what a fart smells like. If you know what I mean. If you eat just like boiled broccoli or whatever, it does steamed is what I mean to say. If you eat it, it kind of, it kind of tastes like what a fart would taste like if you were to eat a fart, I think. I've never eaten one, but it's what I, it's what I would imagine it to be like. I like eggplant. I like eggplant a lot. I think eggplant parm is like a delightful uh, dish. I, I like carrots. I think I already said that. I, I don't like zucchini as much as some people seem to do. It has it has a weird flavor to me that I don't really like. Again, it kind of has that, like, fart flavor, I think. It's 
it's not like a strong flavor, but it is one that I don't like. And it's it's too bad because, you know, we, we like to garden and we like to grow things and stuff. And, and one of the things you always, always, always grow is uh, zucchinis. I I don't know, man. They They grow super easy. They grow super big. By the time the garden season's over with, you got like... We got, like, so many that sometimes we'll put them, like, under the uh, little library out in the front of the house and hope that hope that people take them. And they normally, they normally do. I like uh, bell peppers. I like green peppers. I like the, I like the bell peppers on a, on a pizza pie. I don't do that enough. We don't really buy them at the house because they tend to go bad before we use them. We just don't, like, go through them as much as uh, we would like. I kind of wish maybe they were, like, half the size that they are because they're not like super big or anything, but they, they are like too big for me to use in like a week. What else do I like vegetable wise? I like cauliflower. I like carrots. I like potatoes. I like potatoes a lot. My favorite way to eat a potato is like a baked potato. Sure. I like French fries. Sure. Sure. I like mashed potatoes. Honestly, I don't. I don't like mashed potatoes that much. I don't even know why I said it. It just kind of, just kind of came out, but I, I like a baked potato. That's far and away my favorite. I like it like I'll just pop them in the microwave, you know, punch a bunch of holes in them with a fork. And I like it with, like, some butter, some chives. And that's about it. Not even a lot of butter because you you don't want to, like, you don't want to, like, blow the fact you're eating a healthy treat by, like, covering it in uh, butter and stuff. Don't drown your food. You know, if you're going to eat a veggie, you kind of want to eat it as naked as possible. You don't want to... You don't want to drown it. I like water chestnuts. If I'm if I'm eating like a stir fry or whatever, the the water chestnut is like, it's a delightful thing. I know these aren't uh, veggies; they're legumes. But I I like peanuts. I like snap peas. I like those little green peas. I I don't know, man. I'm not like Mister Vegetable Variety, but I do feel like I eat a lot of um, veggies. I like I like uh, sweet potatoes. I love like a baked sweet potato. Again. I pop them in the microwave, punch a bunch of holes in them. You put like a little small smudge, like a little bitty, bitty, small smudge of butter on the top. And they're, they're delightful. They're great. I, I like the color. I like that they're orange. I think that's really neat. You don't get like, obviously there's oranges and obviously there's pumpkins and other varietals of squash, but you don't get like, you don't get a lot of like straight up orange food in the world. You know, sure. You got tomato sauce and you got things like that. I'm, I'm blowing my whole argument by like, by like naming off the various types of uh, orange food there are in the world. But I was, I was laying there like stewing in this hot water, just like, just like thinking about what I would put in there to make a stew of myself. I guess I would like, I would chop up some tomatoes, throw them in there. I would chop up some onions. Did I say tomatoes? I meant to say potatoes, potatoes. I would chop up some potatoes. Throw them in there. I would throw in some onions, obviously, some carrots. I like mushrooms, just like those those standard garden variety mushrooms that you get at the uh, the grocery store. They're they're kind of white, if you know what I'm talking about. I would I would throw some of them in there, and then I guess I would be uh, the meat, the stew meat for the whole thing. I don't, I don't think I would eat it myself because you know it's being made in like filthy bath water. But this is this is what I was thinking of. When I was in there, when I, when I was in the tub this time, I threw in some uh, some Epsom salts because this was like a workout day, and I was out back doing uh, that that gimmick where I flip the um, the heavy bag. We got like an old heavy bag, a boxing heavy bag, and I'll flip it like the length of the of the yard. Like I lay it down, grab it on one end, flip it, go to the other end, flip it, flip, 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 and I, I did a bunch of flips, and the flips like really they hurt my lower back. 
They hurt my shoulders, and then they also hurt, like, the back of my legs, up near my buttocks. The glutes, I guess is what it is. So I was, I was, like, mad sore, so I poured in some, some Epsom salts, and I, I kind of wonder if the, uh, the Epsoms would be enough salt to, uh, season the stew of me. When you're feeling bored or blue, watch out for the munchies. They find ways of making you munch when you're not hungry. Here, munch this. Here, munch that. Soon you're not just bored, you're fat. Watch out for the munchies. Another nutritional message from the ABC Television Network. Power Records presents. Power Records presents. Power Records presents. Now here are the rules. Each man gets one shot starting at 50 yards. Then we move the target to 75 yards and so forth and so on. The winner of the first prize gets this beautiful cow. Okay, first man. Next man. kind of shooting that was sure enough to separate the men from the boys, and they kept moving that target till it was a good hundred yards away, with only four contestants left. The first three took their shot. Come on, old Betsy. Let's show them what real shooting is. Bullseye! Hey! And the winner... I see robot. He won pretty Polly Finley for his wife. And two years and two kids later, they moved to the Duck and Elk River country in southern Tennessee near the Alabama border. You are listening to the Stuck at Home Show. We ain't seen the sun in 66 days. That's not entirely true. I do see the sun. I guess I feel that way. Sometimes I think we all kind of feel that way, but I, you know, I'm out and about fairly often. I hope that, I hope that you guys are too. There's, there's a whole world out there. You just gotta, you gotta be safe. You gotta be smart. That's how you're going to beat this thing. You're going to be smart, man. You're gonna, you're going to use your noodle, avoid dangerous situations, wear your mask when you're in public. Hey, we, we have an order here in Santa Rosa where everybody has to wear a mask when they go out. And I got to I gotta be honest, man. I'm not, I'm not hating it. It took a while to get used to it. It's like, it's a bit different going out with your face covered, right? It's, it's a little hot. I wear glasses and sometimes like when I breathe, it, it it goes up. You know, the, uh, the air goes up and my glasses get steamed up. But that's because like, you gotta pull your, I'm putting my mask on. I'm putting it on right now. You gotta pull it like... All the way up over your nostrils so that the uh, the air stays in there. But um, I I don't mind it. I, I wear a buff, like a survivor buff. I bought this, like, I don't know, maybe, maybe like six months ago, maybe like eight months ago. Last summer, I guess it was over a year ago. But like last summer, I, you guys know I like to ride my bike. I like to ride my bike around. And uh, when you're... When you're out in the sun on a bike, like, the combination of, like, the wind, like, whipping into your face and the sun, it leaves you, like, it leaves you all dried up and, like, all chapped. And I, I cannot stand chap lips. We all have, like, our little pet peeves and they, it drives me crazy. I hate it when my, my lips feel dry. So I bought this so that I could pull it up like this when I was riding into the sun because it has, like, a, it has, like, an SPF quality. I tried, like, I have it on again. I... 
I feel like I'm making a ransom call. I'll leave the, uh, leave the suitcase with the money near the, near the light pole on 35th Street or you'll never see your pet cat again. I, I feel like that, but, um, I, I wanted this so I could, like, pull it up over my lips. If, it, like, it got too sunny, I could, like, pull it up. But every, every time I would do that, I, I felt like people were looking at me, and I still wanted to do it, but it wasn't, it wasn't, like, socially acceptable at the time. Now, it's more than acceptable. If you're not doing it, you're a jerk. Even, you know, if you, if you live in places that don't demand it, I understand. I'm not calling everybody a jerk. But if you do it around here, if you don't do it around here, rather, people are going to look at you like you're, um, like a real creep. So, it's kind of nice to me to finally be able to, like, cover up my lips in the sun in the way that I wanted. And plus, it's also, it's also kind of nice to feel, like, kind of incognito. You know, you sort of, you sort of feel like you're in disguise. You sort of feel like you're a member of Cobra. You know, which is... Which is kind of cool. I don't know. It's different. Sometimes, sometimes I get uh, a little anxious when I'm out in public, when I'm out in crowds. I wouldn't say like I have an anxiety disorder or nothing of that sort. But I, I prefer like smaller gatherings, smaller places, people like more spread apart than like people close together. So this time it's like, it's like things are really uh, going my way. I'll give you, I'll give you an example. When I'm out walking the dog. When I'm out walking the dog, I really, this is just me, this is my problem, I really don't like it when I bump into other dog people, and they're just like, hey, can my dog meet your dog? I just, I'm not into it. It's not that I think they're bad, or I think they're whack. I just, I don't want to stand there and chitty chat while our dogs sniff each other's, uh, tuchuses, you know? So I, I'll sometimes, like, I'll just, like, cross the street when I see somebody coming on the, with a dog, or I see, like, a group of people. I'll just, like, I'll cross the street. To go around them. And nowadays, that's what everybody's doing when they're out. Everybody crosses. Everybody stays out of everybody's way. It seems like it seems like the world is converting into a Icy Robots style. Which is which is all good for me because I'm Icy Robots. I, I got a couple questions from you guys. I, I am ready to answer any and all questions. Hit me up at Icy Robots on Twitter. Facebook.com backslash Icy Robots. I am ready to answer any and all queries. I need, I need, uh, I need things to talk about. But I got, I got a question from somebody who just, uh, they sent it and they signed it MM. I wonder if it's Marshall Mathers himself or maybe it's, maybe it's Mickey Mouse or Minnie Mouse. I know not. But the question was, I, I see, I see pictures of your cats on Instagram. You can find me Instagram. It's, uh, Icy Robots. Obviously, I post pictures of my toys and, and my cats and my dogs, uh, And uh, this person wants to know, tell us a little bit about your pets. I am happy to talk about this. I have two dogs. I have um, the wife's dog, which I consider mine too because we're really good friends. Her her name is Dr. Jones. She's a small, like, she's like an apricot, brijon, bijon, frigé, like a little poodle. She's a really great dog. She's really nice, really friendly. She's smart. She's fast. She can jump high. I like her. I like her a lot. And then I have my dog. My dog is like some kind of like a terrier like a healer, like an Australian healer terrier mix. I don't, I don't really know for sure. We got her from the pound. She's like maybe 35 pounds. I, I love her to death. Her name is Ursa. She's orange and she's white. She's kind of, she's kind of creamsicle colored. You know, I, I think she's great. She has one ear that goes up, one ear that uh, is permanently like stuck down. She's adorable. She's a genius. She's a dog genius. She's super fast. She can jump super high. She can like, from just like a sitting position, jump straight up and land on the kitchen table. It's really, really cool to me. It's like, that's the equivalent of me like jumping on the roof, you know, just like straight up jumping on the roof. She's a great dog. I walk her all the time. I love her. She's really smart. In some ways, she's kind of a little too smart for her own goods. She acknowledges 
that I'm her leader, but she wants like a little bit of say in things. Like if we're walking, if I'm going to go one way and she wants to go the other way, she'll let it be known that she wants to go the other way. She's not like incredibly obedient in that regard. She, she wants things how she wants them. She sees like, I got a good brain too, man. Maybe you should listen to me sometimes. And sometimes I do, sometimes I don't. And then we got a bunch of cats. We got, um, I'll, I'll go from like oldest to youngest. We have one cat named Banana who is 18 years old. She's a calico, um, like a white calico. She's, she's really old and she's probably, she's probably in her waning days. She just kind of, she kind of sleeps a lot and sits around a lot. Doesn't really like, she's not super active, but over the years she's been a great cat. I like her a lot. She's super nice. And then, um, the kid has a cat named Bacon who is a Siamese. She's really nice. She's really small. She meows a lot, but her meow isn't super loud, so it's not really annoying. She's a nice cat. I don't, I don't mind her. She pretty much lives in the kids' room, so she's uh, like out of my hair for the most part. And then we have, uh, we have Minky, who is a tabby. I have some pictures of her on Instagram. She's a really nice cat. She's like almost exclusively outside. Every once in a while, if it gets really cold or it's raining or whatever, she'll come inside. But she, she lives outside. Hold on. The, uh, the house phone is ringing. Let's, uh, let's see who it is. Let me, uh, grab it. Uh, hello? Hello? Is there anyone there? Hello? Uh, who? I'm sorry, there's nobody named, uh, that here. Um, who, who are you again? It's okay, what is this in regards to? You can just, you could, you could just pretend I'm that person and then you can tell me. I mean, I could take a stab at it. Yeah, I appreciate that. Stay safe. Okay, bye. That was, uh, I get, like, these calls all the time for somebody who, like, doesn't even live here. Like, I've never heard of this person in my life. And I always, I answer the house phone when I, when I see it. It has, it's like one of those old school 80s phones. It's, like, translucent. It's clear, like, clear plastic. And, and it lights up when it rings. And sometimes I'll see it and I'll answer it. And it's always for this person who I've never, not never, never heard of in my life. And I... I try to find out who these people are. Maybe I should just go, yeah, that's me. That's my name. And maybe they'll tell me. I don't know. But um, anyway, where was I? I was on uh, I was on Minky. Yeah, so we have Minky. She's a nice cat. I like her a lot. And then the, uh, the final cat, the youngest cat, is my cat. His name is Orange Boy. He's small. He's orange. He, my, my sister-in-law was out for a walk, and she found him on the side of the road. He was all, uh, like, kitten style, and he was all wet. And he was all gross, and he was all, like, covered in his own filth. And she, she was about to take a trip, so she asked us if we could take care of him while she was gone. And he, he required, like, we had to feed him with a bottle and just all this stuff. And, and over the course of doing that, I grew really attached to him. I feel like, I feel like he's my baby. He's, uh, he's deaf for the most part. And I would say he is, like, by my guesstimate... Maybe, like, 60% blind. Like, he, he can see, but I can tell he has a hard time telling things apart. Like, he can see, like, that there's something there. But I don't think that he can tell, like, if it's this or if it's that. And if you if you call him, he won't hear you. But if you yell, like, if I, if I really want to get his attention, I'll, like, bang my, my fist on the floor. Like, I'll knock on the floor, and he'll always look. Or if you, like, slam the door or make a loud noise, he'll look. But he always looks in the other direction. Like, like if it's coming from the left, he will always look to the right. It's so funny to me. Like, not even does he ever get it correct by mistake. It's always the wrong way. But I love him to death. He's my, he's my dude. He, uh, lives around the house mostly. He sleeps on the couch, walks around, follows me around. And, like, sometimes he'll go outside. He'll go in the backyard, lay in the backyard. We have a cat door. He'll just, like, lay on the porch 
right by the door. He's a good boy. He's a good boy. I, this is just my personal preference. I think boy cats are better than girl cats. Girl cats and me don't really get along. And I don't, I don't know why that is. I don't hate them or anything, but I, I think they got an attitude. I think they're a little uppity for me. I find boy cats to be a little bit more down to earth, but on the flippy flip, I think that, uh, I think that girl dogs are like better than boy dogs. It's just my personal preference. I like, I like a girl dog. Boy dogs are not like, I'm not saying they're aggressive, but they're, you know, they're manly. Whereas, like, girl dogs are kind of sweet, kind of nice. They like to cuddle, they like to sit with you. But that's just, that's just me. And that's just what I prefer. You're welcome to your own opinion. I'm sure that, uh, you know, opinions will differ and all that. And we have one more question. I'm going to hit this one quick because we're running out of time here. Isn't that weird when people uh, who are doing shows, podcasts, say we're running out of time? I think what they mean to say is, like, I'm running out of the available time that I have to do this today. I gotta, I gotta go do something really quick. And I spent a lot of time just, like, dingling around today. Just dingling and dorking around instead of doing good work. But, uh, this comes from a fellow named Tim. And Tim wants to know, who's my favorite author? I think that, I think that my favorite author is Stephen King. Just based on the amount of books that I have. I have like a million billion Stephen King books. He hasn't written anything in a while that I've really enjoyed, but I, I do keep up on the current stuff. I, I'm just not finding it to be to my taste anymore. I also like, uh, I like Dennis Lehane. I like the Pat Kinsey stories. I love, I love Chuck Klosterman. I think he's great. He's, he writes about like pop culture and stuff. He's really, really awesome. If you don't read his books, definitely look him up. I think that you'll I think that you'll be happy there. Lately, I've been reading a lot of bios uh, about professional wrestlers. I read one by Al Snow, and I'm reading one about Hornswoggle now. And Hornswoggle is a... He, he in his book, refers to himself as a midget, so I'm going to go ahead and follow that. He is a midget wrestler, and it's interesting to see, like, what the life is like for somebody in that profession. Just... All sorts of interesting tales, all sorts of interesting behind-the-scenes WWF stories. He he has an interesting vantage point, having been, like, not the biggest performer as far as, like, celebrity, but still having a big role. He saw lots of different things from different perspectives. I would I would recommend that one a lot. His name is Dylan Postel. That's the name he uses in the book. And if you see it somewhere or you get it, like, as part of, like, your Amazon Prime or whatever, I would recommend giving this one a shot if you have any any interest in wrestling at all. I, I read a lot of comics, as you know. I gotta admit, I've fallen behind on my book reading. I used to read, like, a lot, a lot, a lot of books. And over the years, it's kind of it's kinda fallen off. I think that in some regards, I may have learned as much as I want to know about the topics that interest me, if that makes sense. Like... I've read all the Stephen King books, so when he comes out with a new book, they all still seem sort of like derivative of a Stephen King book, because he's Stephen King, and I feel like I've read the Stephen King. I know the Stephen King way of writing. I know the Chuck Klosterman way of writing. I know all that I I do want to know about wrestling. I know about as much as I want to know about baseball, or any of these topics that, like, really interest me. And I know that sounds a little close-minded, like, oh, you're the guy who thinks he knows it all, and no— I don't think I know it all, but I think I, I do kind of know as much as I want to know about, like, the history of rap music or, like, what it was like being a member of the Doors or whatever. I don't know. I'm sure that at some point I'm going to, like, stumble onto some new author that I really love, and at that point I'll I'll fall in love with reading again, but I haven't been reading as much as I would like, and I am sad about that. Tim, I hope that, that, hope that answered your query. If you guys have any questions, please, 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 please. 
hit me up at Icy Robots on the tweets or on Facebook.com backslash Icy Robots. I'll try to answer as many of these as I can, man. I got nothing but time to fill, nothing but uh, space on the show to fill. So, I'm going to get up out of here. I will see you guys again soon. Rather, you'll hear me again soon. But until we do, do the time. Don't let the time do you. Time seems hard right now. But you gotta believe things are getting better. Birds are migrating again. Rains are back. Stuff's, stuff's getting better. Things are getting better. This has been an IC Robots radio production. 